Hello, and welcome to another edition of Waking Up Woke. It's your boy, Isaiah Larry, joined by Cyrus Farr and Adam Tidridge. Was that weird? Yeah, I didn't get the year. You were expecting it. Was it weird? It wasn't. Ferda. Um, but so Cyrus, how was your day, buddy? But they fucking sucked, actually. Yeah, like, for- well, that sucks, man. Adam, how was your day? <laughs> no, nah, I'm joking, dude. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Why'd your day suck? It's first day back in the office since uh, working from home for the past however many fucking months. And I've been going on site, but I actually had to sit in the office today for a full like eight hours. And my section, my office just got dumb quiet. I used to like sit with a bunch of like my friends and like people. And now there's just no, nobody there. And like, I could hear a fucking pen click from the other side of the fucking room. So it was they like, give you the option to either like, Hey, you can work from home or you can come in. Well, we no. now it's like mandatory, mandatory two, two days, two days a week. At least Maybe you should just fake the Rona dude. Just start coughing. I'm not, I'm going to wait on that. I've definitely, Oh, believe me. I've thought about it. I'm like, I'm not going to fake it when they are already be home. When they soon, the first week that they say, okay, you'd be back full time. and be like, <laughs> I don't feel so hot. I'll see you in two weeks, but we'll see how that goes. How was, uh, how was your day today? I did nothing, dude. That's fun. It's my day off. So went to the gym, um, did some laundry and then I just fucked around on Madden. So I was very close. I'm very, I don't have a, these guys have always been trying to get me to get an Xbox for the longest time. I was coming back from the gym the other day and I was like, and it's a new gym I'm going to. And I see a GameStop and I was like, Oh, let me, ponder in here really quick an xbox one for like 150 bucks i almost walked home with it well the new xbox is coming out so if you i know but you guys said to get the xbox one yeah well do you remember that one time you did get an xbox one and you sold it and then you tried to tell us that you never bought an xbox one i thought it was a dream to be honest with you now that i'm looking back on it i had an xbox one for all of like eight days and then I got a girlfriend, and I never. I think I must have sold it, or I threw. It, I don't know what happened to it. To be honest with you, Definitely I really sold don't. It because if you just threw out an Xbox One, I mean, not to be racist, but your your Jewish senses would be. <laughs> For all I know, that I, I just left it there, and then when my mom sold the house, she just like did. I don't know. She liked to sell. She sold a lot of my things and just pocketed all the money. Some, you know those fucking the jugs that you have full of coins, like you have a coin jar, coin bucket, something. She turned all I, that in. I had a fucking huge old whiskey thing bottle. It was like two feet tall. And I had like half of it was full of coins from like all of high school. $200. She's pocketed it. I am low key making out like a bandit because of this coin so- shortage at Javi's because everybody's just leaving their coins. And I'm a, and like, I'm not leaving it in my, in my drawer because I have a tip jar and I'm like, I'm pocketing those tips. Like I don't care. Like he's oh, yeah. oh, it's, it's the like end of the- oh, they're doing a keep the change thing. Yeah, well, oh, yeah, that's your that's your tip. That's a tip. Absolutely. Exactly. I'm saying in, yeah. like people are leaving like ninety seven cents. And Yo, I'm like, if you if you put those dollar, if you put that into the drawer, the the accounting would be all fucked up. Yeah, well, it would just come up as a positive, and it would just go right back to him. I'm just like, nah, bro. I'm making like sixty bucks a week in tips now. So that's pretty good. I know, dude. I would definitely leave coin coinage. Uh-huh. I'm thinking about setting up uh, – Joey had this idea. He had this idea of having two cups set up, like, on my register and saying one one says Black Lives Matter and then one says All Lives Matter. Controversial, but it will make you a lot of money. Yeah, and people would be like, All Lives Matter. And I'd be like, yeah, brother. 
Yeah, whatever way it goes. Well, not the black. Well, not <laughs> solidarity. That, that'd be but, so awkward since you're a black cashier. Like, well, I mean, people are always trying to press me on these political issues when I'm at work. And I'm like, dude, do you want me to square up in this office right now? Like, I don't know what you want me to tell you. Dude. Oh, take your six packs and walk the fuck out. <laughs> it's just crazy, dude. Also, a lot of people think of Puerto Rican. Well, you're, light, you're, you're, you're close to light skin. I know, but with the mask, they're just like, oh, como estas? And I'm like, I don't know a lick of Spanish, bruh. <laughs> I barely speak fucking English. You have, like, black hair, too. So like, yeah, and it's, and it's got that little curl to it, so people are just yeah. like, oh, yeah, you're definitely. I can see it. You're definitely Puerto Rican. I'm just like, no. That happened to my barber, too, like, uh, back home. Frankie Fades. He oh, was, yeah. He always thought I was Puerto Rican, and I just kind of went with it because he always gave me a tighter cut. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, but, but, but I mean, all right. That steak, I needed it. So, let's get into the first thing we want to talk about today. A little random. Our favorite types of piercings. You brought this up today. I don't know where where'd you come up with this out of nowhere. About an hour ago, you you sent me this one. Well, I, an hour ago, I was not watching porn, but. I was watching porn at some point through the day and <laughs> I saw nipple piercings and I'm just like, I don't know how I feel about those. Have you ever had sex with a girl with nipple piercings? Yes, I have. <gasps> it's kind of like sucking on a nickel. It's sucking on a quarter. Yeah. It tastes yeah. like a fucking quarter in your mouth. I'm a big nipple sucker, dude. I don't know if I have mommy issues, but. <laughs> that's, a, that's a question for Freud. I do, I do be loving sucking on some titties. No, I'm a and I don't know. I just feel like the piercing just kind of takes away from it, you know. I agree. No, low key, I like. I'm a big fan of the the single, the single nipple piercing, just the one. Yeah, I mean, give me a nipple piercing on the left because I definitely, I definitely feel like I go more for the right boob because I'm right-handed. One for sucking, one for yeah, yeah. Wait, her left? Or his left? No, it would be my right. So her left? Yes, I would prefer yes. that as well. I would prefer that too because then I feel like good for us. Look at us, insane. Fondle, fondle, you know. No, I like uh, that. And uh, so yeah, the no piercing is nice. A good belly button piercing is good. And I, I low key like when they have like eight in their in their ear. That's kind of fucking hot too. You see, I'm a slut for a <laughs> septum piercing and a girl with tattoos like on the chest. And if you got that symptom piercing and you got like a fucking bald eagle across your chest or something like that, I let you do bad things to me. I like the septum piercing is nice. I do like, I don't know how much I feel. Honestly, I haven't really doing a lot of girls that have a lot of tattoos, to be honest with you. For some reason. I don't like a lot of tattoos, but if you're giving me girl with the dragon tattoo vibes, I'm definitely about it. That's a lot of tattoos. Yeah, that is a lot of tattoos. You're right. No, I think... Yeah, but definitely. The belly that ones. Question also led me to this thought: Are there clit piercings? Yes. Yes. Why don't all? As far as I'm concerned, they're a myth. I've never them. seen them. This may mm-hmm. be toxic. This may be toxic. But why don't girl all girls have them? It'd be a lot easier for me to find the clit if. My God, it'd be like it'd be like on the ma- on a map. Be like you are here. Like exactly. <laughs> it'd be exactly. so easy to find people to find. It's like it's like te- it's like for uh, it's like Braille. <laughs> Follow the bumps, young sir. <laughs> it's just it's just like braille. It's it's dark. Don't use your eyes, use your hand. Figure it out. You know what I mean? But I was just well, thinking about that. Like just mark the X on the spot. That shit probably hurts. It's gotta hurt. That's gotta hurt. 
Dude. Well, and that probably messes up, like, stimulation, too. Oh, probably. Yeah, it might not be good. But, I don't know. Sorry, this just popped in my head. Did you know in, like, uh, Sudan, they fucking cut off girls' clits? Oh, oh I don't want to talk about this. I didn't read a lot into it, but I was listening to this podcast, uh, Flangra 2 with Andrew Schultz, and they had this guy that's originally from Sudan. And he was just like, yeah, they'd be cutting off clits all the time. And I'm just like, wait, what? I had to re, I had to like, I was in the middle of a customer. I had to stop, look at my Apple watch and hit the 30 second button, rewind. Like, whoa, 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 run that back. I was like, whoa, go, 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 go back. No, dude, I have a story about that. So, I, so hold no, on. No, 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 you no. can't just say that, Adam. I have a story about learning about that. Okay. So I, I was in college and I think it was a philosophy class. We were talking about like, like, um, what we think is morally correct versus like what other cultures think is morally correct. Cause to them, that's like what they do. Like that's like, that's part of their like moral and cultural like background. So like for us to just like go in there and be like, no, this is wrong. Like it was, it was like a big philosophical question, but like, that was me like learning about that. And I remember he like went into like way like too gruesome of detail about it. And just like how they don't have like correct tools and how people get like super infected and a lot of people die. And sometimes they have to use like fucking bones and shit. Um, and I passed out in class. I like, what? I, it, it wasn't like a big dramatic pass out, but I woke up like 10 seconds later, like, like head on desk and just like woke up and was like pale white and like super sick. Wow. Like uh, that kind of shit. Like, I guess like any sort of fucking up the genitalia, but especially for some reason, like female a genital mutilation like which for some reason i guess a lot of like um professors talked about because it was like it was stuff that was like so fucked up and they were trying to like i guess spread awareness about it um but i i like passed out that's and, yeah nuts. it was that's and like i can i can handle blood like all that kind of shit like i watch horror movies and stuff that's like something that like fucks me up I that's mean, terrifying <laughs> that's basically the the equivalent of us like them just wood whittling our tip of our penis it's exactly like that that's crazy and it's just some like witch doctor like fucking does it you know oh my god wait no hold on i'll bring it back i just bring it back yeah no i don't i didn't know they did that i didn't i don't want to know they do that and i hope they don't do that off the cuff bad news good news i got both of them don't you worry also in africa i think just a majority of africa the bad news is, I guess we'll go with the good news first. This time. Okay. Good news is, in Africa, if you are convicted of rape or you get accused of rape, they will kill you. Yeah. They, like, they like brutally kill you. Like, they passed the law, though, so we'll go to the justice system. If you get convicted of rape, you will, you'll die. Like, they'll just, firing squad, execution sure. value. Um, and then it and then if you're that's that's the bad news i was gonna say if you're wrongly convicted could you just imagine like what's going through your head like how do you even process that a bullet's going through your head well yeah that's i mean that's true but fucking quickly imagine being brian banks or something like that that five-star recruit that got wrongly convicted and was in prison for like five years or the central park five or something like that could you imagine just once you got convicted, just boom, you're you're I mean, on death row, right? Low key, there. that happens. That happens here sometimes. I mean, they say like this many percentage of people are wrongly convicted, but 
you never really know how true that how accurate yeah. that is but but yeah that would be fucking imagine that like fucking just death penalty immediately that's terrifying yeah damn well, that was a good that's, good that's good news bad news for today also favorite piercings that was that was great for piercings a little <laughs> little dark near the end but that's okay yeah sorry that just my mind went some mysterious ways <laughs> it's okay we just needed a nipple piercing in our life that's all <sighs> Yeah, but uh, if you got a septum piercing and a baldy baldy go on your chest, uh, my at is is really Isaiah six, um, and on Instagram it's Isaiah Larry, all lowercase. <laughs> okay, we are moving on to our next topic: uh, NFL Week Two injury report this week. What a nutty week! for injuries so i couldn't tell you everybody who was injured but i know the main ones that people are talking about uh two ones that i even really care about one was saquon saquon barkley the giants towards acl the giants do better without saquon so the giants are gonna be bad doesn't matter he could go out there he'd go out there and one leg it and we'd still probably do better i don't think so because you guys would probably still be trying to force feed him the ball maybe but so he tore his ACL. So did Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey he, didn't tear what his was ACL. His? Uh, he's got like a high high ankle sprain out for four to six weeks. Yeah. So I have Christian McCaffrey in both of my fantasy leagues. Yeah. So I don't know what to do about that one. I'm a little concerned. Yeah, you should be. That's rough. In my other league, I'm like me and my buddy run it together, our team, and like we're we've got this like board set up of like. If we trade this and like we have four injuries, it's like, oh, forget if we trade this person here and then we switch here and then we get this guy over here, we should be able to fill some gaps here. And Did it's you just get like Jonathan Taylor in your league Is that you're in your buddy. What Can you get Jonathan Taylor in your league with your buddy because he's going to be a stud, dude. Not on my he's not on my team, but I can check. Uh, if you can add him, I'd add him quickly. And then I think the wildest injury was the one you told me about today, Tyra Taylor, right? Tyrod Taylor got his lung punctured by his doctor. What? Before, yeah, and it was before so, the game, right? So, yeah, before the game. Like, five minutes before the game, he was going to get a shot. But uh, the week against the Bengals or the Browns or whoever they played, he broke, like, a couple of ribs. And he was going to play through it. Like, he was fine. He made it all throughout the week in practice. But this doctor, five minutes or, like, ten minutes before the game, tries to give him a painkiller shot. So to like, so he could play through it and not really feel it. But this doctor apparently put it way too far in and he punctured his lung. So Tyrod Taylor's like, yo, I'm having trouble breathing. I can't like, I have shortness of breath. Uh, It just doesn't feel right. So they take him to the hospital. Justin Herbert balls out for him. Absolutely. Dot and dimes almost beats the defending Super Bowl champs, the Kansas city chiefs. But a couple days later, it comes out that his doctor was the actual, actually the one that that fucked up his lung. Is that proven? Like, how did he know? Well, because um, well, once they uh, once he went, I guess he could probably just like figure out at what point in the game did he start feeling symptoms of like shortness of breath, things like that. It's like before well, the game. It was before the game, so and it was like, like, "What treatment did you get before the game?" He's like, "Well, he stuck a needle, four-inch needle, in my rib cage." Yeah, exactly. And he went too far and just hit his lung. Well, and I'm sure they just like look, looked at it and was just like, "Oh, that's a punctured lung." And uh, yeah, it's a needle point that <laughs> like fucked up your shit. My thing is like, you do these shots, 
for a majority of your life if you're an NFL team doctor. They don't just switch NFL team doctors up like willy-nilly. And painkiller shots are well-known throughout the NFL. You've done this a hundred – you've probably done this well over a million times. How do you puncture the lung of your starting quarterback nonetheless? If you're going to mess – people mess up. I get that. If you're going to mess up, that is the wrong time and wrong person to do it to that you're supposed to be taking care of. And that's legitimately a million – that's a million-dollar person right there. More than that. More than that. Yeah. Like, more than that. That's a a couple-million-dollar lung right there. And now I'm just thinking, is Tyrod Taylor going to sue? Because I would. No. I don't think now this young buck rookie that just dropped 311 yards on the Kansas city chiefs is just like, I'm probably going to start next week too. And I'm probably going to ball out. Well, punctured lung isn't too serious. Yeah. But you can't risk putting Tyrod Taylor in the game next week with a punctured lung. I mean, if he feels good at practice this week, I'm throwing the fuck in there. Nah, fuck that dude imagine you're the head coach that throws a guy in with a punctured lug with broken ribs already you get one fucking blindside hit punctures that shit even more dude nah you think the doctor's fired oh doctor he has to fired. he has to be fired doctor's fired at halftime there's there's no way that he still has a job and if he does i don't see how any player ever wants to get a shot from him again yeah have you seen those fucking shots no, I haven't. I saw somebody get one. I forget what the fucking call, but it's like kind of like a numbing. Like, what? Is it a cortisone shot? Cortisone? Yes, I believe so. Something and like it's that. just like this thing that like it's legal. It like kind of numbs it, just dulls the pain for a couple then, hours in a certain no, area. No, it like, lasts for a couple of days. A couple of days? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was just for game day. No, it lasts a couple of days. So I saw it was for a, a foot injury. And I saw this fucking guy put a needle in, I'd say that big, four to five inches, through the tip of the t- big toe, just straight into the foot. Like, like fucking in the foot. All the way through the big toe, past the knuckle, the balls of your feet, into like the middle of his, like the, the bone in the middle of your foot. I, I've never, he looked like he was in so much fucking pain. Like, it looked brutal. That's why. But it just, they wor- it works very well. It really does. I... I don't know. I just, I can't believe that. But it's, dude, medicine's wild. They'll do a lot of shit for you. They really will. But like, to get off of that, because now I'm squirming because of that long ass needle going through somebody's foot. Um, so many ACL tears. I know Nick Bosa went down with an ACL. I know um, Derwin James went down before the season started. Uh, Solomon Thomas, another 40. A lot of 49ers getting injured at, or a lot of people getting injured at MetLife because I know last week when the steel, the Steelers starting guard towards ACL on MetLife when they were playing the Giants, it's um, new, ter- it's new turf. I know, not good. That's I don't get why good. they go with, I guess turf is cheaper, but I then what? Why you don't just go with grass, like you, you can't go grass with a, an open stadium, really? No, it's because Green cheap. Bay does it. They still do grass. They still there are six teams in new, the NFL that new, I don't, still do grass. Oh God, I would never if I was. I don't know who's in charge of that shit. The owner, the stadium. I don't know, but no, that would be so hard to take care of. Like, especially yeah, but like, at the same time, if you think about it, grass gives you more give. No, grass is definitely. It's been proven that grass is better, like to uh, prevent injuries than turf is. But I don't think I would put grass in my brand new stadium. 
I, I guess MetLife's not brand new, but if you're going new, new like turf grass, I'm definitely going nice new turf. Like fuck. I know Allegiant has grass. They do have grass. They're indoors though, which is indoors. It's like you create your own environment. Like they can yeah. control the humidity in there. They, you know true. what I mean? They can do whatever yeah, the hell they but want. I'm pretty sure Lambo has heated fields. Like heat they might field. You know. So yeah. and there, if you let that grass like get that cold, it's going to be like playing on an ice rink. Yeah, well, they Lambo has the heated fields like that, and Buffalo made too, just because of how much snow they get. They kind of have to. I don't know if MetLife would need that. MetLife doesn't get that much. I know, but I'm just, I just think grass is a safer move at that point. I think I'm like, I think I'm like 10% faster on turf, to be honest with you. Yeah, I get like you could be faster, but at the same time, you're not going to be very fast if you're tearing your ACL. I'm arguably a thousand percent slower with it. a thousand times faster with a torn ACL compared to a no. I'm a thousand. I'm a thousand times slower with a torn ACL, most likely. I'd say. Oh, so, but um, who else tore the? Ah, uh, I totally forget, man. A lot of injuries, though. Dude, I feel bad. The 49ers thought... are fucking. Oh, go. Sorry. I said the 49ers are freaking out. Like, how many guys they fucking lost playing the fucking Jets? Like, get out of here. They <laughs> lost three guys. I know. Um, I know that Raheem Moser. He didn't tear anything, but he's got a PCL injury. Or MCL yeah. energy. Shout out MCL tear gang. Um, Drew Locke got hurt. Drew Locke, rotator cuff. He's out for a while. Uh, I um, love Drew Locke on the Broncos, but we still that you know what that means though? What? The boat. The boat. The boat. Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles. Is back, Dude, baby. Blake Bortles is back. He's the boat. Uh, I'm so excited. That's gonna be fun to watch. I know. I'm so he's, excited he's, for him to come back. Also, but my favorite game this week is definitely Thursday Night Football. Dolphins, Fitzpatrick against Jags, Minshew Mania. That game is going to be – they're calling it the mustache versus the beard, and the, must, the beard was already shitting on the mustache. It's going to be a good game. Gardner's dealing. I'm surprised with how well the Jags are actually playing. because it seems He's a like good they fucking quarterback. He's one of those guys that on paper looks so-so. Coming out of college, going to the draft looks so-so, but – he just makes plays, and he's not perfect, but he like he's one of those guys that like he'll make a ton of mistakes, and then he'll make a ton of huge plays, and he's so much fun to fucking watch. He's got so much personality to him. I saw a stat that he could be the first NFL quarterback in history to throw three touchdowns in three straight games. So really? I might hammer that bet. He's a good dude. He's he's my fucking guy. That guy is. He's the go, dude. This past off season, or maybe it was one of these off seasons, he literally just took uh, a regular ass RV and just traveled across the country and just like yeah. hung out the entire time. I believe it. Well, I like, I assume he. I hope he'd be throwing the football a little bit. Nope, not even. I hope he wasn't at all. You're crazy, dude. I mean, he was just off. He's like, I'm not playing. He's like, it's the off season. I'm not playing fucking football. Fuck that. I think that'd be fucking hysterical. No, but I'm definitely hammering the Jags for yeah. tomorrow night. So. All right. Okay. So we're moving on to our next topic. Shit list. Whoop. 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 Mine. I've had this one written down for a while. This I had this in college. This is where I came up with this one in college. It really pissed me off. The fucking, the people that go to like little cafes to do work, like homework or fucking shit like that. There's any kind of work in like cafes. And I've noticed it here in the city is just even worse than it was at school. Well, like, these places are fucking. These, you have all these people trying to write for SNL and shit. So, where else are they going to do it? Their apartment. So many creatives. I hate out. creatives. Like they need to be like, out in the world, experiencing life to write about comedy. 
yeah, because standing in a fucking Starbucks that has 40 people in line while you're at a table the size of a napkin trying well, to write this imagine, thing. Imagine you went to Starbucks and the one day you don't go to Starbucks, some Karen walks in and you couldn't write that down for a funny for funny like tiktok or something i think if you're gonna be if you're the person that goes to little cafes to do work you might as well walk in sit down get your little frappuccino coffee fuck you starbucks take the instagram picture and walk the fuck out go somewhere i, don't know. I think fucking it's one space. of those things like where maybe you just can't work inside your own house because there's too many distractions or like when you were in college like you couldn't you probably didn't always want to work in your house because there are Oh, so, let's drink. Oh, let's booze. Oh, let's. There's so many libraries and school wrong. buildings to go to. This go to is more library. of a, this is kind of more of a college thing when I came up with this because like there's just so many better places to go to do work. Like the Starbucks on campus, the one Starbucks where most people went to get their coffee on campus was like always jam packed, yeah. always packed because there's not many places to get coffee. So everybody's going there, especially during times when people are studying, like during finals and shit. And I've seen people get to Starbucks like when they open so they can secure a little table and work there during the day. I'm like, you're fucking crazy. The amount of places on this campus to fucking work and you're going to clog up this fucking Starbucks and people are trying to get in and out as fast as possible and you're just making, taking up space. Just take up space somewhere else. This is not the area to take up space to do your fucking work. You can do absolutely anywhere else. Take your Instagram picture, get your likes, get the fuck out. Okay. All right, dude. Bloomsburg's uh, Starbucks was was also connected to the library like they were like the same building like there was no door like it was just you're in the starbucks and you take a couple steps and you're in the library so like i think that was i don't i, I think that was the thought for a lot of people is just like fuck there's no room in the li-. which my library there was always just it was always fucking packed with people and so i think some people were just like oh, i'm just gonna go to the starbucks and, and grab a table but I do hate when people like it's one person and they take up like a four person like spot. Yeah. In in that cafe. That's annoying. It's like That's like the worst part like, about this, people that do that. Yeah, it's like some people wanted to like chill and enjoy their coffee and like you're just sitting there like typing out a fucking term paper. Like get the fuck out of here. So I do get that. Okay. Last minute shit list. I didn't think I had any, but then it came into my mind. Um I'm taking a page out of your book. I'm hating on TikTok. Let's go. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? All right, dude. So I've been back on TikTok deep lately. And one of the trends that I've been noticing, or at least I've been popping up my for my For You page, are people like recording their breakups or them getting cheating on. And I like, hate those. Why the fuck are you doing that? I saw a six part series about how this guy was like trying to get or like catch or like he caught his girlfriend cheating and he was like, Oh, I did all this. And then this happened. And then I, and then I did this and, and I'm on this 12 month ruse to finally get her. Cause I caught her cheating. I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you airing this out to the public? Like you just got got and you want everybody on social media to know. To like oh, one, is that going to make you feel any better? Oh, I'm a cuck. Give me some likes. Like, <laughs> No, it's it's. Fun. I agree. I hate those. I literally saw a six part series about this guy and how this girl cheated on him, and he was like, he's like, I, this happened and this happened. Is like, I'm gonna get her back by this way, and I'm gonna say we're planning to do this thing. Bring. I'm like, what? And I think the thing that pissed me off the most when I saw this was literally a video later. The guy was just like, oh yeah, so my friend ended up getting back with this girl. <laughs> like, bro, 
you can't if you're yeah if you're gonna tiktok break up with somebody like record that, that kind of stuff over bro it's you're done. not doing it again or or you what's also on social media now you look like the biggest dummy out here bro or the ones where like they set the, the, the camera you you're going back I saw ones. I saw ones a while ago where they like set the two girls, like a girl, will set the phone up in the car, and their friend will get in, and she'll just like be like, "So you're fucking my boyfriend, right?" Out of nowhere, yeah. she'll be like, "What? What are you talking about?" She's like, "You're fucking my boyfriend," and she just keeps looking at the camera. I'm like, "Do you even care? You're just taking a TikTok. Do you even care about this guy? It's like fucking crazy to me." Dude, I just like, don't no get how sense. I don't. I just I can't possibly put a thought to it. Like. <laughs> First of all, I'm already feeling like an idiot because this girl cheated on me. I probably opened up. I probably trust issues are coming back full force when I get back out in the market. Like, I ain't going to let anybody in for at least two years. So, you're going to put it out on TikTok, and then you have the nerve, the audacity, the pure unmitigated gall to say, nah, baby, I need you back. No, fuck her. Fuck you. You're a bitch. You're a poser, bro. You did it for likes. You, your girl probably set that shit up. You probably said, yo, my boy, go hook up with my girl. It's all good. We're in an open relationship, but I need some likes on the talk. And you're a bitch. And it all goes back to these kids doing anything for likes. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's crazy, man. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe in our video, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> anything for likes, though. Okay. So... Now we're going to move on to a new top or a new uh, segment. We're going to call Life 101, where I'm going to teach Isaiah something. It could be literally anything, something random, a fact, a thing that people do, something I'm that really I read. I'm excited to see how this goes, just because he knows I'm going to be very, very bullish. Very, very standoffish. Why? I don't know. I just don't. It already seems like you're talking down to me, and I already got my hands up, bro. No, this is this isn't like uh like I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna make you feel like you didn't know anything like an idiot. This is like something funny that I read that like it actually makes kind of sense and like taught me a little bit of something. Okay. So this is uh a question I found on like a forum and some guy responded to it. So the question was, how do weaker inmates survive in prison? Oh, you hold the pocket of a stronger male. Hold on. So this is answered by Christopher Cheney, artist, thinker, builder, creator, and challenger. Dude, I hate these guys, bro. <laughs> he runs a media company. I was like, this can't be the guy because it literally starts out with, I've done 17 and a half years. <laughs> and he goes, always maximum, supermax, and high medium prisons. So a, t- a ton of blood and guts. So here's, he, he explains the deal with like, like new inmates. So the new inmate automatically links up uh, with their race, right? So if you went to jail, you're new, regardless of who you are, what you've done, you're going to link up with all the other black guys in the prison. Pause. Since I'm half black, if I shave my head, do you think I can get in with the whites? No. No? No No shot? I I think any sort of of melanin, you got to go. Another pause. Can I get in with the Puerto Ricans? Probably. See? There you might want to just lock. I don't know. Yeah, you might just want to try to. It depends on where you want to go, but you don't really know. So this is what happens. So you pretty much, you eat with them, you hang out with them, you chill with them. That's your, those are the only people you really see. It's like so the group break. protects yeah. their own. So like, <laughs> and he says, the example he uses is uh, a weak white guy comes in, the fellas meet him, check out his background, make sure he's not a snitch or skin beef, which is 
in for like child molestation or things like that. And if he's clean, they hook him up with a job and hygiene pack and maybe a pair of tennis shoes, etc. And then it's, they suggest that, quote, suggest that he we should uh, start working out with them. And then the weak kid starts doing 100 burpees a day, running laps around the track with the rest of the group. He's no longer the weak kid. He's put 50 pounds of solid muscle on. <laughs> he's one of the group, and that, <laughs> and that will tell all other races, back off the next new kid. He's one of ours. And so the cycle continues. <laughs> so apparently it's a crazy workout regimen, and your group is based on your race. And that race basically tells you if, you're, if you go in and they see that you're weak, they're not going to immediately shit on you. They're going to be like, yo, you're going to be one of us. Get fucking jacked. So I guess so if, we, if you're weak in prison, just prison get jacked. Prison is just the Marine Corps. I mean, a lot of the, hmm? lot of the same. Uh, the workout regimen, man. Yeah. What? That you're only as strong as your weakest link. So I mean, I mean, they're not wrong. Yeah. It's like if you're going to be in their group and apparently everybody's in a group or gang, as they call them in prison, prison gangs. Uh, I, like, I like to refer to them as cliques. Dude, honestly, the way this guy words it, he doesn't use the word gang. Like, it's their, he calls them the fellas. Oh, you know, he says they automatically clicked up with his race. So maybe they are clicks. So maybe you taught me something. I do be listening, bro. So now do you know what to do if you go into prison and you are weak? No, because I'm half black. I don't know where I'm supposed to go. No, you definitely go with black or the Puerto Ricans because you look Puerto Rican, I guess, which I didn't think you did until today. No need for like. Eight years, but apparently I should look Puerto Rican. And honestly, I'd probably have a leg up already because I could break my glasses and that could be a shiv. <laughs> Do they let glasses? Yeah, they definitely let glasses in jail. Yeah. Um, how that works, they just can't let me be blind in there. I could just get, I mean, not to sound redundant, I could just get shivved at any moment. I need to be able to protect myself. But I would like to thank Chris Cheney, like we said. He runs a media company. They produce 3D modeling animation, some 3D printing. He's an audio engineer. He lives for music. Studied technical theater, especially in lighting. Hey, Reddit people, forum people. Forum people are what? Just stop listing your fucking resume in your fucking titles. I'm sick yeah. of it. So, I so immediately this... do not think you're telling the truth. What if, if you, you list have your... all these things before you start typing? Just tell me you went to prison for a little bit, and I'll believe you, dude. That's what's crazy. Tell me like when I looked you're at the, an audio engineer, when I, I looked at this guy's like fucking plants on the side, dude. When I looked at this Stop guy's it. profile, I was like, wait, was he the one that asked this question, or was he the one that answered it? Because it literally just opens up with, "I've done seventeen and a half max security." I'm like, whoa, <laughs> like holy shit, Chris, relax. But uh, so that was our. Life 101 segment. So I'm going to teach you something and try. I, I kind of like that one. I'm going to see if I can teach you other things. And we'll both Here, become more educated. Let me give you a Life 101 segment. Ready? Okay. If you hold your pee every once in a while, it will make you last longer in bed. I got to pee right now. So hold it. Here we go. Kegels. I, I had a pee since we started. Also, guys can do Kegels too. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't know that, but now I do. Yeah, whenever you, I guess whenever you like tighten that asshole. Yeah, it's like, it's like clenching. And when you clench your taint, it will clench your urethra. I think that's what it is. And um, it will make you stronger and it will help you like 
it'll help you hold your pee longer and it will help you last longer in bed. Well, I don't, I don't know about like, cause I, I don't know if male Kegels are like, um, like have to do with the, the urethra. I, I don't know about any of that. Like I, I always thought it was like, I thought it was like kind of like in your taint area. Oh, and then it like, I'm sorry. I didn't know this was your life 101. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Did, did you this go to biology? Weird. I thought it was, I don't want it, I don't want you to sound like you're. Oh, so you just want to shit on me instead. No, I just want to make sure you're giving me. Yo, he's the professor. You're, we're learning. This is crazy, man. I can't believe he just you did that. You could have fact-checked me after did he, recording. Did he just mansplain something to you? Yeah, he did. He just mansplained. Adam, you're a mansplainer. I didn't give you a butt actually, though. And that's the you're, you're probably you're probably an incel gaslighter too. No, that's and another toxic trait that we have to discuss here: mansplaining. Adam, take it away since you're so adverse, <laughs> since you're so well spoken in it. Uh, well, actually, mansplaining. Canceled. <laughs> yeah, he just man, he was just trying to mansplain, mansplain. Anyway, got him. Got him. So that's our life one on one. Sorry, uh, it's okay. And we're gonna wrap it up today. With just a very quick last one-liner segment. Motherfucker, Brian. Because it's fucking hilarious. We're going to call it Shit This Guy Said. I'm just going to find the funniest fucking comment on any kind of page forum, whatever, that I can see that somebody said. It was fucking hysterical. So this comes from a guy that we talked about last week. Because after we stopped recording, I read more of his responses. And I saw probably the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. And Isaiah told me not to tell him. So I can get his true reaction. I didn't tell either of you. So I get the true reaction of this fucking guy. So if you remember his name was, if you're a, if you're an avid listener, you remember from last episode, this guy's name was Brandon Howard, organic chemist, pest control chef. Brandon Howard. That's even worse, dude. For real enthusiasts, right? So organic chemist, bachelor's in biochemistry and chemistry from Colorado Boulder, uh, uh, lives in Colorado, right? So most of the questions that people ask him on this forum is like, like chemistry questions shit like that and somebody asked january oh recently january 15 2020 uh what does happiness look sound smell taste and feel like to you and brendan answered i hope i don't offend by my answer i'm just being honest and not facetious or dirty a well-kempt vagina on all sensory levels my heaven Please don't judge me too harshly on my response. You did want to know. We're not even going to discuss it either. That guy. Uh, you can't leave me on that note. A well-kempt vagina on all sensory levels. My heaven. <laughs> Brendan. Guy. I couldn't find any weird other answers. Like I looked for other weird ones. Is he, this guy was a weirdo. They were all normal. Like something you'd ask your chemistry teacher. And then this. This guy's a fucking weirdo. This guy's killing rats in our homes, dude. He says, on all sensory levels, my heaven. What? He's, Come on. We willingly let this man play with chemicals. He answers a lot of questions about salt, surprisingly. Very weird. Salt? A lot of the questions were about salt. Like, difference between certain salts. Well, I'm fucking salty. He's allowed to walk this earth a free man, dude. So, Brendan Howard. Well, thank you. And that is shit that guy said. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. <laughs>